And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by Bruce's Basement. Need a place to hunker down? He has it. Need a place to stash life-size human statues? Got it covered. Need a tiara and aviator glasses? Don't touch them, those are his. Bruce's Basement. Previously on What Is Not. A blonde Harry and the Hendersons kind of creature. My name's Ralph. They call me the Yucca Man. We need to get the others out of here. Now what about our petrified friends? Beth has actually already loaded them up. The grayish humanoid creature with the wings and the big red eyes says, Uh, well, my name is Meryl, but um, people seem to call me the Mothman. The adolescent-sized, bald, pointy-eared person goes, they just call me the Bat Kid because Bat Boy is trademarked? You probably know me as uh, Elvis Presley. I want to thank you for rescuing me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. In the sand of the Mojave Desert in California, off historic Route 66, sits a small desert town called Baghdad. We have some ancient prophecy that something bad's going to go down in Baghdad. It's a town of shadows and secrets. Things aren't as they seem, but we're still not quite sure what's going on. Where bumps in the night aren't the house settling. Trying to find answers. And the monster under your bed lies in wait for your foot to leave the safety of your covers. My mom used to tell me all these weird stories about monsters, but I didn't really believe anything she said because, you know, that's crazy talk. It's a world where cultists spend their days pushing papers at the DMV and their nights summoning ancient creatures from the dread beyond. Seeing maybe something happened down at Cryptocore. The expert. Susan Donaldson. The town vet. The freelancer. People call me Beth. Hunting is sort of just like a business that I'm in. The deathless. Bruce the zombie and his father cast a spell to bring him back. The initiate. Donovan Pelayan, part of an ancient order of monster hunters. The Monstrous. Zeke Solardier. He works for Cryptocore, which is his family's corporation. It's a town where it's very hard to tell what is real and what is not. Welcome to Baghdad. Who who is this Elvis Presley? Why are why you all act like you recognize me? Oh, Donovan! <laughs> well, hello, Mister Presley. It, it's nice to meet you. <laughs> he shakes your hand. Elvis has joined the party. <laughs> Elvis, how long have you been captive? Well, it's been it's been a very long time. Uh, we're going to go through a little bit of the backstory nice. of where all this happened. So as you talk to these gentlemen, they have been captured by various organizations over the years and have been moved from facility to facility. And all of them have been trying to, in one way or another, stop whatever this organization is from basically kidnapping cryptids and experimenting on them. Did you say cryptids? cryptids yes all your urban legends bigfoot the mothman loch ness monster all of those things are considered cryptids and so the idea is 
capture these creatures and experiment on them to see if there is any military value to them. Have you all been working together? Elvis says, well, yes, uh, we've been doing this for, for a while now. Um, the first person that I, uh, I met was uh, Bat Kid here, and we were held together for a while in the facility. And then later, uh, the Mothman joined us, and he's been a great help uh, because he's able to predict the future. He can kind of steer us in the right direction. Good old Ralph here is a new, uh, a new addition. We just met him at this facility, but you know, we definitely think he'll be a valuable asset to the fight. How do you fight? I mean, I know, I know Miral can predict the future, but what what skills do the rest of you have? But we're going to go to a flashback. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. Elvis explains that the rumors that he was made a federal agent by Nixon are true. Woohoo! <laughs> All makes sense. Oh, I love this so much. Nixon knew that there were cryptids and strange things out there and part of a wider conspiracy than anyone thought. And so Elvis was put in charge of figuring out what was going on. Obviously, this was problematic because Elvis is so well known that he couldn't really move around freely. So they faked his death and then they started this trend of Elvis impersonators. And it didn't have to be good Elvis impersonators. It could just be any agent that they could send out. And so the flying Elvises are actually a highly trained military unit Awesome. that parachutes into different places when they're not pretending to be the flying Elvises. So now he could kind of have this cover if somebody saw him because nobody believed that Elvis was not dead. Because they just thought that it was a bunch of impersonators running around, and anytime somebody saw him, he would just pretend to be an impersonator. When they realized that this was a much bigger conspiracy than they had first thought, they ran him through medical testing and experiments, and basically gave him this universe's equivalent of the super soldier serum. Nice! Uh. So Elvis Presley is Captain America. Basically, yes. And that's why he's so young. And that's why even though he's as old as he is, he does not look old and he's pretty buff because he has had this medical treatment (laughs) implemented. And that has caused more problems than it has helped because now the organization that is capturing all these cryptids also wants the secret to this serum. And so that's why they hold him for medical testing. I'm so sorry about all that you've been through, Elvis. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still confused. So Elvis is some kind of a a musician? Bruce busts out Spotify and starts playing Essential Elvis. (laughs) Wise men say... (laughs) A little tear comes to his eye as the life that could have been led is reminisced on. All right. So as this is going on, I would say that you have definitely, through this description, gotten to the veterinary office and you are now in the basement where conversations can be had more freely. One thing that Elvis does ask is he looks around and he says, did the girl get away? Um, What girl are you talking about? Uh, There was a girl that uh, supposedly escaped a couple weeks ago and well, we, we haven't heard from her. We were trying to, to bring her in to the, to the group, but uh, they kept her separate away, away from us. She was one of the few people that we saw 
being taken in and out. And uh, in the night of the explosion, uh, we, we, we actually started that explosion to, to try and get her out of there, but we don't know if it was successful or not. Does this girl happen to be a cheerleader? I don't know. Uh, she, she was a, a teenage girl, high school age. Oh my gosh. Daisy. Daisy Sullivan. Uh, we, we never got her name, but, but it could have been. Hmm. Okay, no, uh, we haven't found her, but you think the night of the explosion, she escaped. You set that explosion, and did they move you here to the, to the hold because of it? Yes, ma'am. Uh, they, they had to move all of us over here because we had been kept at the basement of the, uh, the main laboratory. But uh, when, when that explosion went off, we were hoping to escape with her, but we just hoped that we could get her out safely. Wow, that's wonderful that you that you tried. Maybe that's what we need to do next is look for her, especially if there's a dog that's escaped. Does she have some kind of power? Uh, I know that they experimented on her, but I don't know any more than that. Okay. Is there any more to the story as to how y'all came together? I think that's probably the extent of it. I mean, there might be details here and there, but it's, it's all flavor at that point. <laughs> all right. Well, we're glad to help. We're trying to rid the world of dangerous creatures, but it sounds like there's a lot more to this than we ever knew. Elvis says, yes, uh, there is a larger conspiracy and nobody really knows how deep it goes or who's involved or what side they're on. It makes it very difficult to figure out who the good guys are and who the bad guys are. Definitely. All right. Should we stop by the grocery store? <laughs> food on the way. <laughs> Well, I think we'd already established that you guys got back to the vet safely. We'll say that Beth volunteers to run out and stock up on some supplies while you guys... Uh... Bruce gives her a huge grocery list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there is eye rolling involved um, as she walks out to the van. All right. So is it nighttime at this point? Yeah, it's probably... I would say it's early morning. It's like two or three in the morning. All right. So... I'm feeling like we should all get some sleep and then meet up in the morning. Yeah. Do we want to make sure that these folks are all settled into their space and then catch some uh, shed eye? Bruce creates a giant pillow blanket floor thing for all those people so he can cuddle with them. <laughs> <laughs> the only one who seems to be interested in cuddling is Ralph. All right. <laughs> New BFF. <laughs> and is, I'm assuming that Emoji was extremely excited about all these new people. Oh, yeah. I think he probably takes a liking to Bat Kid and, you know, jumps on him a little bit. Bat Kid's interested, but, you know, he does feel a little bit out of place being one of the younger people there. So he goes back to playing his video game. The individual stories that you find out for them is that uh, the Yucca Man is actually, well, obviously he goes by Ralph, but he has a name that really isn't pronounceable to humans. And he is part of a tribe that lives in the desert and have successfully hidden from man for centuries. But occasionally somebody will catch a sight of them. And that's what this is basically the desert's version of Bigfoot. And so he was caught when he was out kind of scavenging and was separated from the rest of his tribe, which as far as he knows, has gone back into hiding. Bat Kid was born in the caves of West Virginia, and he was raised by scientists who were studying him. And he's probably been the one who's been in captivity longest because he was never really a free creature to begin with. And the Mothman was only 
caught in the late 80s when whatever this organization is seemed to be able to catch him. And he was concerned because usually he kept ahead of everybody, you know, of these attacks because he is a little bit precognitive, but couldn't see this one and somehow got stuck and caught. So Donovan is staying here, right? Isn't that what we determined that we were going to get him out of the hotel and give him a place down here? Yeah. Yeah. I am staying here. I'm assuming we gave you like a space with like, we made a space for you with a bed. and Or are you just cuddling with Bruce and Ralph? <laughs> I don't think Donovan's a big cuddler. So has nobody offered, like nobody has a guest room like you're making Donovan's <laughs> sleep in the infirmary? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think, how did that come about? I do believe Zeke has his own apartment if we want to have Donovan share that space so he doesn't have to do with the uh, the basement creature space. Yeah, I'm thinking Donovan may want some new digs at this point, but it's up to you. Yeah. You know what, Bruce? It's been nice bonding with you, having some, as you Americans call it, bro time. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think this place is getting a little crowded now. Maybe it's time for me to move on. Bruce goes for the hug. all right bring it in you disgusting little man (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right so i'm assuming beth comes back with food we distribute all the goods we make sure emoji's got his dinner and kind of i don't know i'm i'm ready to go hit hit the sack okay i agree yeah i guess so i uh yeah Bruce starts a pillow fight with the other monsters. <laughs> Can we put some kind of safety like spell on the infirmary? I mean, in case anybody saw us come in or like something to just. What would you want it to do exactly? Alert us if anybody was approaching. Okay. Yeah. So a magical ADT system. A magical alarm. Yeah. ADT. <laughs> All right, I'm going to cast Alarm on the area (laughs) in the hopes that if anyone enters uninvited, we will all get a little mental siren in our head letting us know. Oh, I love that. And I have rolled a 10. Okay. Brilliant. So as far as you know, that is fine, and it's going to work as expected. I believe the spell is successfully in place, of course. There's no good way to test it, but we should be good. Excellent. What's the status on the statue people? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did we just put them in the lawn for decorative purposes for now? or? <laughs> I would propose that we put them someplace where Donovan can start casting a ritual to try to bring them back. Do you want to take them with you to Zeke's place? Zeke, do you have a place where you can... Yeah, I mean, you know, I've got that typical 25-year-old bachelor pad kind of a place. You know, what's a few human statues sitting in the living room? I mean. (laughs) (laughs) We should also consider that when these people get brought back into human form, their employees of CryptoCore, if they become human and recognize your apartment, that may not be a good thing for keeping you secret. That is very, very true. Maybe this is where that library space would come in handy. Yeah. Because since right now they're just statues, we could just kind of store them down there along with the map and some of that other stuff. It is three in the morning, so I think we could probably sneak them in there if we can carry them. 
all the way down that staircase. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Maybe that's something Ralph could help us with. Yes. Ralph and Bruce are going to be on the moving detail. All right. And Elvis. Oh, Elvis. That dude's strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Elvis can help you out. <laughs> oh, that's right, because he's Captain America, for gosh sakes. <laughs> Well, here I was trying to keep everyone safe, and now we're going out to the world again. Are we going to try to do this right now? Is that the plan? Yeah, let's see if they have the energy, and we can just real quick get Ralph to hop in the OSHA van and take a quick zip over to the library. No rest for the weary. Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this episode of What Is Not. This week's episode is on the shorter side. I like our episodes to be a little closer to 30 minutes of content, and this is about 23. But when you factor in breaks and recaps and technical issues and all the other things that we do when we record, but we don't put into the final episodes, it's very easy to end up with an odd, shorter, or longer episode here or there. So thanks for being patient, and we should have a regular-sized episode in a couple of weeks. If you listen to Cautious Optimism, and shame on you if you don't, season one of that campaign is coming to a close, and we would like to do a bonus Q&A episode between the seasons. It won't disrupt our weekly release schedule, but we would like to give you an opportunity to share your Cautious Optimism favorite moments, theories, and questions for Todd and the crew. Send us all of your questions and comments by Friday, November 19th, so that we have time to get the cast together and record. We'd like to put the bonus episode out on Tuesday, November 30th. There are quite a few ways to get a hold of us with your questions and comments. You can follow us on Twitter at AsTheDiceRollRP. You can follow us on Instagram at AsTheDiceRoll. If you want to chat with us in real time, go check out our Slack channel over on the Geek2Geek Media Network Slack, which you can find by going to the Contact Us tab on the network website at geek2geekmedia.com. And while you're there, you can also join the Geek2Geek Media Discord server. And finally, you can always email us at podcast at AsTheDiceRollCast.com or leave us a voice message by clicking on the link on our website at asthedicerollcast.com. And if you just can't get enough of our cast, you can catch Katie on Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, and Disney Forever. You can also listen to Todd on his podcasts, Nerdberg Review and Farming Simulated, and you can listen to me on my geek culture podcast, Geektitude. That's it for me this week. I'll be back this Friday, November 12th, with the next episode of Cautious Optimism. Until then, let's see if the hunters can stash these statues in the library, right after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the Geek2Geek Media Network, a community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like video games, Star Wars, comics, movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu Keanu Reeves, new, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep. And each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes. Keanu. So you pull up to the library and... How are you going to approach this? 
Well, we're going to look around and make sure there's nothing that we can see and nobody out and about. I would say somebody should probably roll read a bad situation. Oh, I didn't know this was a bad situation. <laughs> Seemed like a perfectly normal situation. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to investigate a mystery where you're trying to, like, figure out what happened. It's like a perception check. Yeah. Somebody else roll, because I just rolled a four, so. Or could we say that we're trying to protect these statues, since we're rolling to protect someone? Eh, That's not really, it's a stretch, maybe. I mean, the questions for read a bad situation are, what's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers here we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? You know, it's kind of like... scoping the area questions okay so susan doesn't see anything wrong uh donovan gets a seven a seven okay so you can ask one question you said the questions were what's my best way in what's my best way out are there any dangers we haven't noticed what's the biggest threat what's the most vulnerable to me and what's the best way to protect the victims so obviously, I think those last two are probably us. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Sounds like a sounds like a, a good one. Donovan notices that there is a dim light coming from the library. Did somebody leave a light on? Maybe Vic is back. Hmm. And we don't know hundred percent which side of things Vic is on, but we suspect on our side. So. Probably, yeah. Maybe those of us who know him. Should we try and maybe peer through the window and see if we see someone? Do we have Vic's number? At 3 a.m., if somebody's peering through your window, that's just <laughs> that whole... <laughs> puts the whole conversation off on a bad foot. Just a reminder, Vic's pronouns are they, they, them. Uh, and yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there because people have been calling them. Thank you. Do we have their their phone number? The card that Beth had only had their office number on it, like the library number. Well, that is where we are. Should we try calling the library number, or is that doing so at three in the morning going to be not wise? I feel like it's always better to get a phone call than to have people knocking on your door, right? That's (sighs) less intrusive. All right, Susan calls just to see if Vic will answer. Somebody does answer the phone. And she says, Baghdad Public Library, this is Mildred. How may I help you? Mildred, hi, it's Susan. Oh, my. (laughs) Uh, Hello, Susan. Uh, It's three in the morning. Why are you calling the library? (laughs) I was just going to ask you the same thing. What are you doing at the library? Well, my dear, I I am taking over for the previous librarian since... The library has been closed for so long, they decided to call in a substitute until they return. Oh, so you haven't seen Vic? No, no, dear. I haven't seen Vic at all. Does Susan know Mildred? Susan does not know Mildred. (laughs) This seems suspicious. I wonder if Mildred is a plant. (laughs) I know. I'm, I'm a little suspicious. I mean, she seems human. Okay, Mildred. I put my hand over the receiver. Do I want to ask her anything else? Nope. I don't know that she'll tell us anything. I think we've pretty well established that the library is not a safe place for us to hide right now. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay, Mildred. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye.
Get some sleep, dear. And she hangs up. Ugh, yeah. Mildred is bad. Hmm. So, and there was no other way into that. It was only through the library. As far as you know, yeah. So I guess the question is, do we want to muscle Mildred or do we want to be done? I feel like I kind of want to question the woman, but we would have to threaten her. And I don't know that at 3 a.m. with human statues in the car is the optimal time to be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could always. I don't know what other? Where else can we put these statues? I mean, again, we could just bring them back to Zeke's Bruce's basement. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce's basement may be the only good choice. We could just leave them in the OSHA van. I mean, they're not going to, you know, overheat in there. No, but is that a good place to be performing my magic? Oh, that's true. Because we're trying to perform some rituals. Yeah. Hmm. Susan has a house. She just, her niece comes over, so she's a little more protective. So it's either it's one of our houses, I guess. Um, Zeke's or. Well, can you describe the property that this house is on? Is it like, like, is there a backyard? Yeah, there's a backyard. There's a small shed, not a large shed. And there are houses around. It's a fairly spacious backyard, but. Seems a little exposed to the neighborhood. It's a little exposed to the neighborhood. Maybe we need to create a lair for ourselves at this point of some kind. I mean, we're kind of gathering up all of these creatures. We have these statues now. I mean, maybe it's time for us to find a space of our own. Could we ask Elvis? We have a lair. Yeah, but Mildred's in the way now. No, I mean, Bruce's apartment is is a lair. Bruce's basement. <laughs> Bruce's basement. <laughs> Getting a little crowded there, and it's still a part of the whole... Uh, maybe we need to establish ourselves something on the outskirts, a little less central to everything. Thinking of Baghdad, I think there's probably a lot of abandoned homes and outbuildings scattered on the edges of town in the desert. I mean, I think we could probably commandeer a space for our... What about my friend Athena? She owns a shooting range. Okay. That's on the outskirts of town. Okay, you want to bring her into all this? It's just a thought. How close are you with Athena? I trust her with my <laughs> life. <laughs> let's ask Elvis. I want to hear Elvis talk more, so let's ask Elvis what he thinks we should do. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think, uh, you know, we're not going to be here for too much longer. We, we need to, to get moving and figure out where this company's operating out of. But, uh, you know, we're happy to, to help out a little bit until until we get our, our feet under ourselves. All right. I'm going to call my friend Athena. Right now at three in the morning? Have we met this Athena person before? Athena's one of my longest friends, and I trust her with my life. She's aware that things aren't what they seem. She doesn't know about what I've been doing. But have we encountered her before? Or is this all new? This is all new. This is new. This is from my history that, oh, okay. that Joe knows. So, yeah. But the shooting range there would be a place there where Donovan could work. Okay, so you give her a call, and she uh, she answers the phone. Susan, what's wrong? What's wrong? Is everything okay? We need a space, Athena. I can't tell you everything, but, um, but you've given me the key to the shooting range before, and I know you have a big back room there, and I was wondering if I could use it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, there's uh, definitely a big place in the – there's a definitely a space for you. There's a storage space in there. Okay, thank you. I'm so sorry to wake you up. I will tell you as much as I can tomorrow. No problem. Any Anytime. You know, you can count on me. I can. Thank you so much. All right. To the shooting range. <laughs> <laughs> I love All right. this. 
this lingo now where it's to the blank. <laughs> Transition solved. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. So we go to the shooting range. I have the key to the shed. Do we encounter any difficulties? We can move the van right up to the storage area. Yeah, I think you're able to get the statues into the storage space. And it's a big storage space. It's like a small warehouse type space that she's been considering turning into like a paintball kind of area for a while, but she just hasn't gotten around to it. She's kind of saving up from other things to convert it. So it's a it's a sizable space. Okay, this is a potential lair, people. Mm. <laughs> all right. So you've dropped them all off. Are you guys going to turn in, get some sleep? Yeah, I think that's prudent. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is Donovan starting the magic now, or is, are we just going to our... Well, I think Donovan will probably get some sleep first. <laughs> um, rest up, you know, magic is, is tiring. All right, so let's all go to our places and just meet up in the morning at Bruce's basement. Bruce is not going to sleep. Bruce is going to party all night. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and just so that we we have a woman named Mildred we need to investigate. Daisy Mm -hmm. is loose somewhere, and we need to rescue her, and there is an escaped dog. What else am I missing? Oh, Robert Hagbard, and we don't know where Vic is. Anything else? outstanding are threads i think that's it i think the other thread was the statues yeah the missing yeah. truck driver which you found yes wow okay next time on what is not you see a house filled with a bunch of statues It probably is a good idea that Donovan unpetrify the two people that are petrified. I don't know if that was just an attack or if the vision I saw was an actual prophecy of things to come. You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek to geek If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com.